Did you know that over 60,000 new tracks are uploaded to Spotify every single day? That's a new track every 1.4 seconds, and that's just on one platform. With so much music now available, it's more important than ever to stand out from the crowd. So it's not surprising that more artists are starting to use less conventional sonic textures in their music, like field recordings. Perhaps you've always wanted to infuse the sounds of nature or your favourite city into your own tracks, but not having the right gear or knowledge might have held you back. Well, if that's the case, you're going to love the brand new guide I just created, teaching you how to start field recording with just a smartphone. And it's all yours for free at femalediymusician.com forward slash learn with Isabel. Yep, you really do just need a humble smartphone and some minimal extra gear that doesn't have to break the bank to get started with field recording. And I've laid it all out in this handy five-point checklist. So download it for free at femalediymusician.com forward slash learn with Isabel and elevate your music to the next level. Achievements aren't always big outward successes. Sometimes they're quiet and invisible to everyone else. And I know this personally because of living with chronic pain for 10 years. And I know that just getting through days and weeks and months and years of that time have taken immense amounts of perseverance and creativity and courage and patience but it's only visible to people who maybe live with me even people who are you know really close to me like my boyfriend and my family um and i know that achievements a lot of the time those really important achievements actually are not necessarily the ones that you're going to get lots of outward accolade and pats on the back so you have to mark those achievements hello and welcome to girls twiddling knobs My name's Isabel, and over the last decade, my self-produced and self-released music has amassed over 25 million Spotify streams. I also have a PhD in sonic arts, but I wasn't always this confident with music tech. In fact, I still hear those self-doubt gremlins in my head from time to time. I started this podcast to help more female-identifying musicians start recording and producing their music and learn from other women making music with technology. If that's your cup of tea, then you're in the right place, my friend. Let's dive in. Well, a happy new year, knob twiddlers. I am so glad to welcome you to the first Girls Twiddling Knobs podcast episode of 2021. I bet you're glad that we made it out of the car crash that was 2020. I certainly am. And while we can never guarantee life will be plain sailing... In this episode, we're going to be marking the start of a new year for you and your music. We're going to look back over 2020 and see what lessons we need to take with us, really dig deep on what feels right for you and your music now. And lastly, we're going to be committing to some big moves moving forward. I cannot stress enough just how important doing this self-reflection is and what a huge difference it will make for your confidence and clarity as a musician. I personally have seen such a difference when I have put this time in myself to my music and my life in general. And I think going into a new year is a really great time to just mark that and look back and gain all the knowledge and the lessons that we can. 
And it just so happens that I've made a totally awesome 2021 music planner to accompany this episode. So if you're anything like me, you'll press pause right now and head to femalediymusician.com forward slash zero nine and download yours right now. So you can follow along. It's free and especially made for all you girls twiddling knobs listeners. Now, before we get started, I want to do a quick listener shout out. This one's from Han Sav Smythe, who says, This is already exciting and excellent from the first second. After years of trying to blend into a creative artistry that is 99% of the time judged by men, this podcast, with no doubt, will be an eye-opener to all female music creatives who have wished but felt anxious to take the lead and break the social boundaries. This platform will bring attention to many that girls can be music producers too. Well, thank you so much. It is so incredible to read your words, Hansav Smythe. Thank you so much for leaving a review and rating the podcast. If you would also like a shout out on the Girls Twiddling Knobs podcast, all you have to do is rate and review the podcast on the Apple app. Okay, so let's get started. So the first thing I'm going to just ask you is... How has 2020 affected your confidence and your mental health? Now, you may be saying, oh, God, Isabel, let's not get into this because I just want to put it all behind me. And I'm totally there with you, my friend. Um, But it is really important, I think, to consider where you might be at because we need to know that so that we can then move on and do things that are going to really support you with your music in 2021. And if you have suffered with your mental health, it's no surprise that you're not alone. So the pandemic has definitely created a rise in anxiety in the UK here um, and definitely beyond. And there are two distinct moments where I was really struck by anxiety myself. So right at the beginning of lockdown, I was really anxious because all of my work basically had been either totally obliterated or massively compromised or changed. So I was teaching up in London three days a week. I was going up and staying overnight twice, two nights a week and teaching three full days. And overnight, all of that just stopped. And while um, some of my teaching hours were honoured and, you know, obviously that was really, really um, helpful and I'm very grateful for that, um, despite me not being able to actually fulfil them, Still looking into the future, I did not know how I was going to make up those hours that I thought I was going to have. And suddenly, you know, the the spring and the summer in terms of work looked very unpredictable. And so I felt very anxious right at the beginning. Um, And it was very odd to be at home all the time after spending months of travelling up to London every week. And while I had found the travelling exhausting and the teaching is intense, to be suddenly at home, I felt this big pressure to suddenly get things moving and do something and hustle and scrap around so that I was going to be okay financially and I was going to move forward with the stuff that I'd been wanting to do but maybe didn't have time. Um, So for me, that I put lots of energy into getting my online course, Home Recording Academy, teaching women how to record themselves at home off the ground. And I did, and I'm really proud of that. But a lot of that was fueled in part by some of this difficult anxiety. Um, so, you know, I felt that myself. I also felt a kind of spike in anxiety in August and September of 2020. And I think this is because by that time we'd had a good few months of lockdown. I'd been so busy trying to hustle my hours back up to what I had been expecting. I'm like many musicians paid by the hour freelance. So 
I was just so exhausted putting on all the different hats and doing all the things. And um, I just was, I, I had nothing left. I think I was like minus 20 on energy levels. So I really felt my anxiety peaking by August, September. And it was a really good sign to me that I needed desperately to take a break. And that's when I booked in a holiday, but that wasn't going to happen till November, which is when I wasn't teaching. And so I just had that booked in though, and that helped me get through it. But I had to be really, really good to myself during that time and really um, mindful about my mental health because it really, really was getting to me. Um, So for you, there could be lots of reasons why your anxiety has been peaked or it could be depression. It could be lots of things, Um, but it could be job insecurity like I just talked about. It could be working from home. Sometimes working from home is actually quite stressful or lonely or not what we quite expected And sometimes when we work from home for more than a few weeks, it starts to get to us. But it could also be that you have kids and you've been homeschooling your kids as well as working from home. And if that's you, my hat is off to you because that just sounded incredibly difficult. Um, And obviously then you've got the anxiety of your kids going back to school and making sure that that's all okay and not really having a lot of control over certain elements But then there's this general uncertainty um, about the world and that takes its toll on our mental health as well. But then thinking more specifically about us musicians, musicians have really suffered. And I know that you know this already, but there's a UK music report that states that musicians have lost likely around a third on average of their earnings. And for me, that happened to me. I lost a third of my teaching hours. Um... And so, I mean, that that kind of built up a bit more, but still I was looking at a third down from my earnings. So I've perfectly fit into that statistic. Um, But there was already a significant gender pay gap between female and male musicians in the first place. And if you're wondering, Isabel, where's the data? Where's the proof? I have links in the show notes. I will always back up claims like that with research. So go and check that out in the show notes if you're curious. But If there's already a gender pay gap between musicians, cutting that by two thirds would be especially devastating for female identifying musicians. So I know that people listening to this are likely going to have been really affected as musicians by the pandemic. Um, And also the other thing to consider is that female musicians are more likely to be having those caring responsibilities and be working part time than their male counterparts. Just statistically in general, you are much more likely if you're a woman to be taking on the care of children or older people. And usually that is unseen, uncelebrated and unpaid. So that's another reason why the pandemic might have been very, very tough. Um, But even just witnessing the devastating impact of the pandemic, climate change, political unrest that has unfolded humongously over 2020, just witnessing that could have affected your confidence in your music. It could have meant that you don't feel as um, confident putting time and energy into it because it feels trivial in comparison. And if that feels like you, if that feels like a familiar narrative, you definitely need to check out episode six of the podcast because I talk all about that and why it's actually not true. (laughs) So you may need to listen to episode six, go and check that out after this if you do. And I'll put that in the show notes. And if you're following along with me, hit pause and make a note of where you're at emotionally and psychologically with your music inside your 2021 music planner PDF. So get that planner out, make sure it's printed or it's up on your laptop. It may not be a nice feeling 
to see how you are at mental health-wise on, on plain paper or on black and white letters. But it's really important because we're going we're gonna to need to know that in order to move forward and know what we really need to give ourselves in 2021 as musicians. And one thing that I think all of us probably need to give ourselves is a break. So if you have been finding that your mental health and your confidence has been impacted by 2020, please remember that you are very, very normal. Congratulations, you are a thinking, feeling human being. And to be quite frank, it'd be quite odd if you'd experienced no change whatsoever after everything that's happening. I'm guessing that you may have felt the pressure to do all the things with all that extra time at home. That's in quotation marks because, as we know, it didn't quite work out like that. Maybe at the beginning of the pandemic, you thought, oh, my God, I'm not going to be at work. I'm not going to be commuting so I can write that album and release it. Or I can finally write that score to a film that I love or I can finally write that opera, whatever it was. A lot of us had these big plans that were really, really well-intentioned and I think it's always really good to be ambitious. But a lot of us maybe put some pressure on ourselves and then found that we were even busier than we had been before. And then you can start to think, well, I've totally failed as a human because such and such has released that album and I haven't done anything. But it's really, really difficult comparing ourselves to other people because we have no idea what's going on in their lives and our situation could be very different. So if that's you, it's definitely time to move the goalposts because 2020 was not a normal year. It really wasn't. So if you didn't realise those, you know, big goals and those things that you always wanted to do, it's okay because actually dealing with the uncertainty and the fear and the challenges of 2020, that's, that is enough, okay? So if you've got to the end and you're here with me and you're in 2021 listening to this podcast, you've done really well. I've done a lot myself. I have actually achieved a lot in 2020. Um, it's been really good in lots of ways. But there's also lots I started and have dropped the ball on. So I started really getting into gardening and I loved it at the beginning of lockdown. And of course, it was spring and then it's coming into summer. But then August, September hit and that all went out the window because I was just absolutely effing exhausted and I was too busy. And so while I have launched my online course, Home Recording Academy, and I've started this podcast, all of that is true. But there's lots of other stuff that I had started and I've just let go and things that I was really enjoying, but I've let go of, and I haven't done everything that maybe I would have wanted to, or I thought I was going to. So if you are using your 2021 music planner PDF that I've made for you, definitely write down what you're feeling right now. So not how things have affected you overall, but how are you feeling right now? Do you feel um, proud of what you've done in 2020? Do you feel disappointed by the things that you haven't done, for example? And now I want you to list the things that you've actually achieved because you have actually achieved stuff in 2020. Believe me, achievements aren't always big outward successes. Sometimes they're quiet and invisible to everyone else. And I know this personally because of living with chronic pain for 10 years. And I know that just getting through days and weeks and months and years of that time have taken immense amounts of perseverance and creativity and courage and patience 
and hardly anyone sees it. So if you are living with a chronic illness, I know you know what I mean. But it's only visible to people who maybe live with me, even people who are, you know, really close to me, like my boyfriend and my family. Um, And I know that achievements, a lot of the time, those really important achievements actually are not necessarily the ones that you're going to get lots of outward accolade and pats on the back. So you have to mark those achievements. And I know that in 2020, you will have achieved stuff, even if it's just keeping yourself on an even keel for most of the year, or even if you haven't been on an even keel. And you've been suffering, but you've got through it and you've done those small things every day, like having a bath or used a face mask or called a friend that you know have got you through it. Those are achievements. Do not underestimate them. But it could be bigger stuff. It could be that you've actually, you know, learned a new skill. Maybe you released an album. I don't know. There's lots of things you could have done. Or it could be that you really supported a friend who needed help. There are lots of things you will have achieved, so I want you to write them down. And if it feels impossible, like you're just saying, Isabel, I cannot think of anything, listen to that voice that judges those achievements, those things that your voice is telling you, that's not a real achievement, that's nothing. Everyone could have done that. Listen to that voice and ask, what's her motivation? What's she trying to get out of this, of telling you that? What's going on there? I want you to question that. So write those things down in your PDF, um, 21 Music Planner. And um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting seeing what's going on there. So next, we need to learn from the changes we've weathered and any mistakes we've made. And that's very important. There are so many lessons that we may have learned in 2020. So for me, it's that I really, really need to block time off, like religiously. It's no longer going to be enough to have some vague idea of a holiday in the future. I have to block time off and I most likely have to get my ass out of the house if I can and go somewhere different because I do work from home a lot and it's very easy to slip into just, you know, just answering that email, just tweaking that social media post. So I definitely need to block time off and I've learned that so 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 profoundly during this pandemic because like I said there were points where I just felt totally at minus 20 in terms of energy levels I was so exhausted so that's the biggest thing I've learned and that's a really good lesson for me like I'm really really grateful that I've I've really properly learned that lesson that it's not just about having a holiday where you, you know, maybe take a few days off that you block them in religiously. It's not just an idea that it's going to happen at some point. You block them in and you do not compromise. They are non-negotiable holidays. And I, I do that now. I'm going to be doing that right at the beginning. Now I'm I'm blocking all the time off that I, I need to have in 2021. Just like if I had a job with a boss. If I had a job with a boss, I'd definitely be taking my holiday then. So why not when it's just me? I'm my boss and I need to I need to take the holiday that my boss owes me. But your lessons might be different. You might have realised that you need more of a community around your music, for example. Um, you might know that you just need that support and people that you trust and that kind of feedback on what you're doing and to look to others that are going to rise you up and encourage you. That could be something that you you know you need to find in a community. But you might feel like some accountability would help you reach your music goals as well. Or perhaps you've noticed that certain skills you really need to invest in um, with your music, you need to really start engaging with that. 
the the circumstances we found ourselves in and the way that music has changed profoundly i mean mainly because of not having gigs anymore um and obviously hopefully that will start to change this year but it could have taught you that there's vital skills like for example recording and production or there's vital human relationships like having a community like i said before that are really important that you need to start putting in place so whatever it is make a note of these lessons in your 2021 music planner so next we need to dig deep and find courage moving into 2021 um there's been a lot that we've reflected on here inside the planner and inside this episode And what we need to do now is kind of use that to galvanise the courage and the bravery to actually then make goals and have ambitions that are exciting and relevant to us as individual musicians. That's so important for you as an individual. It will not be the same as your colleagues and maybe the rest of the industry even. So there's two questions to unpack there. And of course, you can use your 2021 music planner to do so. So number one, why are you making music? Unpack that question. Why are you making music? It can be really tempting to always focus on what we haven't done. Oh God, you know, I'm such an awful amateur, unprofessional musician because I haven't released a full album yet, or I haven't worked out how to get all my stuff on Spotify yet. We can think about all the things we haven't done, or also our social media stats and other music metrics like, oh God, I've only got 50 followers or something like that. But this can all feel hollow and overwhelming if we're not clear on why we're doing this, why we're doing music. So why are you? Why are you making music? It's not so you have lots of followers. I know that. It's something even deeper than releasing an album. It's something about that process of creating. So why are you doing that? Why do you need that? Why can you not be a human without it? Why can your your life not be complete without it? Tell yourself that, unpack that. So that's the first question, why are you doing this? Is it because it's the most profound expression of you? Is it because it's when you feel most alive or connected to others? Is it because you want to give voice to underrepresented stories? Or maybe you want others to feel seen and heard. Get clear on this. Get clear on this why, because it will carry you through the inevitable challenges. We will face challenges even in 2021. So the second thing I want you to unpack is what do you need to develop in your music in 2021? So you really need to look at that why and think what might be holding you back from truly being able to do that. So if your why is actually, um, you know, I'm making music because it's the most profound expression of myself, what might be holding you back from expressing yourself? What might be getting in the way of you being able to easily and freely and confidently express yourself? So for a lot of women that join Home Recording Academy, for example, they identify that their lack of music tech skills means they have a lack of recordings. And it means that they have a lack of ability to share their music. But just not being able to realise your ideas that are in your head and record them even as demos is hugely limiting. So that's why a lot of women enrol in Home Recording Academy. 
but what could you develop this year to really be able to follow the things that matter to you as an individual? So if it's something like feeling connected to people and, and being part of a community, what can you develop in 2021 that does that rather than worrying about how many followers you have on Instagram or how many Spotify streams you have? Because truly, genuinely, those things are the cherry on the cake. They are not the things that will keep you feeling warm and fuzzy at night. They they really are the kind of the, the after effect of the more meaningful stuff, which is to do with connection, creativity, expression, integrity, authenticity, honesty. I could go on and on and on. You get the picture. So now we've done that. It's time to set some big, bold music goals for 2021. And here's the exciting bit. So this is the exciting and hopefully by now easy part because we can use everything that we've considered so far to set some music goals for our music that truly excite us and mean something to us as individuals. So these goals need to be motivating for you for you, the lovely listener who is listening to this podcast, not for somebody else, not for the music industry, but for you. And you should also bear in mind that they should be smart goals. So if you've got your 2021 music planner in in your hand, you'll see that I've divided this up for you. But in general, smart goals are specific. So they actually specify what you're wanting to achieve in um, some kind of, uh, you know, detailed form. You're, you're specific about what you want to do. They're measurable. So you can actually measure whether you're meeting those goals or not. They're achievable. So they're not like, um, I don't know, yeah, release 10 albums in 2021. No one's going to do that. Like, that would be crazy. That would be totally, totally unachievable and probably not fun at all. So If that was your goal, I'm sure it probably wasn't. But, you know, maybe you can release one album, maybe even two at a push, but 10, it's not achievable. They also need to be relevant. So this is why it's really important that you get clear on why you're making music so that they're relevant to that, because otherwise you will get halfway through 2021 and realise, oh, I didn't really want to win X Factor. (laughs) For example, I didn't really care about going on X Factor and being in front of Simon Cowell. It's just it felt like it would make me feel good to do that. But actually, I wanted to learn how to uh, use modular synths, for example. (laughs) So make sure it's relevant to you and then make sure it's time bound. So don't just say at some point I want to do this. When are you going to do it? You're going to do it next month. And again, is that achievable? Or are you going to do it by the end of the year? Make it time bound. So that's the smart model to to make sure that your goals are actually going to be productive, good, strong goals that are going to help you move forward in 2021. Um, I also advise using a calendar to visualise this. And I have obviously given you that in your planner. And so that will keep it really simple and really nice and visual for you. I often need to visualise things. I love using a calendar so that I can actually visualise when I'm going to do stuff and how I could actually make that achievable as well against all the other commitments that I might have. And then lastly, keep it simple. Okay, so I know it might be tempting right now, especially after 2020 to say, 
2021 is going to be the year where I do everything. I'm going to release the album. I'm going to learn how to produce my music. I'm going to, um, I don't know, learn Spanish. I'm going to also write for my first feature film, etc., etc., etc. So please keep it simple. Keep it focused. Just try and do just a few things really well. So I would advise stick to no more than three. Three nice, bold goals that are going to make big moves for you with your music in 2021. And when I say big moves for you, I mean for you, because that's going to look different for everyone. So there we have it. We're in 2021 now. And while logically that's pretty arbitrary, it's also an opportunity to take stock, learn lessons and move forward with more clarity and confidence for our music. As women, we may have suffered due to caring responsibilities, unpredictable work and an existing gender pay gap during the pandemic. But through taking the time to focus on our values and goals as musicians, we can make some truly bold moves in 2021. And so you don't have to do it alone. Remember, you can download my free 2021 music planner from femalediymusician.com forward slash zero nine. That's femalediymusician.com forward slash zero nine. Now, in next week's episode, I'll be sharing how you can start recording your music for less than £100. Yes, you heard that right. I'll be taking you through the essentials you need to invest in if you're going to start recording your music from home, because I'm guessing you might have added that to your 2021 goals list. But until then, I'll catch you in the next episode. Take care till then. So, how do you like that episode, dear listener? If you loved it, and you know someone else who would love it too, be a good friend and share it with them. Go on, spread the girls twiddling knobs love.